0: What's up, friend, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and this is Become a Relationship Badass, where I bring you powerful interviews, and sometimes it's just me talking about things, (laughs) all in service of helping you to create badass, intimate relationships in your life. I do believe that the quality of my relationships strongly affect the quality of my life, And so, with that, I'm here to help as many people as I can create high quality, unbreakable, truly fulfilling relationships. Thanks for being here, and let's get into the episode. Just a little disclaimer for y'all this episode is extremely raunchy. (laughs) We talk There's lots of language in here, especially things like penis and dick even. So just want to give you that warning. Again, if you've got kiddos, this may not be the episode to listen to with them. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, So just want to make that known. And also, I just want to make a quick request of you. If you have been listening to this podcast, if you've gotten value from this podcast, if you enjoy this podcast, please, please, I implore you. Leave me a Yay. review and or a rating on um, the iTunes app. This is so helpful for me. It helps my podcast show up more frequently when people search things like relationships. So if you have it in you, I would appreciate it so much, my friend. Thank you. And let's get into this super juicy, awesome interview with Noelle. <coughs> All right welcome back everyone to become a relationship badass i'm so excited you're here today because i'm here with my best friend in the world and mentor and guide her name is noelle mandolfo and yeah so here she is um noelle i'm just gonna have you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself whatever you want to share and then we'll dive into the good stuff
1: Awesome. Well, thank you, Nikki, for having me. I'm so excited to be a part of this a beautiful passion project that you have going on. Um, so I'm Noelle and I am a life purpose and wellness coach here in Denver. And what that means is I just help people get on get on their deepest core of path that that really illuminates their truth. Whatever that looks like for them, of course, it's It's unique to each individual and um, just really help people dig into what excites them at the core and to let go of everything that does not so that they Mm. can follow... their grandest truth in life and Mm -hmm. watch what happens when you do everything that no longer serves you just falls away which is exactly what's happening for you right now yes (laughs) and i just love to watch it it's such a beautiful thing and that's why i do this type of work and um, i also have a side project called conscious kitchen um, which is local to denver as well and that is a plant-based culinary coaching service mm. that just yes. um, helps people transition into a more plant-based lifestyle and eliminate the fear around, mm. you know, healthy eating by crafting clean, creative, very simple meals. So mm-hmm.
0: such um, a service because I know the fear. I've been in that place where, like, the idea of even grocery shopping is so, exactly. like, it makes me, like, freeze. You it's know what I mean? Like, it's intimidating. Yes, exactly. Totally. So. Such a good service, because I know there's people out there that want to transition their eating habits, but don't know how.
1: Exactly, yeah. and that's, that's my goal, and just the idea is, it's more of an investment in your in your reality because, like, let's say you don't know how to cook at all, and now you learn this skill. And as you age, you're not gonna forget this stuff. This right. is something you mm-hmm. you you have now forever, a skill set that yep. you you are now feeding yourself, literally in your family and, and as exactly. You love. So yep. then, as you as you have you make your own family, then you're gonna of course they're they're gonna be influenced by your eating and cooking habits as well, and then they'll learn it and then trickle down as we age as a collective. Yeah. We will be able to shift from, you know, fast foods and things like this into like a trickle down effect of more
0: conscious living, conscious eating, and stuff like that. So really, you're changing the world. <laughs> <laughs> One bite at a time. One bite at a time. <laughs> oh yes. Um. Awesome. We will. If you guys want to get in touch with them, well, we'll t- we'll talk about that at the end of the episodes. End of the episode. Ways to reach her. Um, But that's a little bit about you and what you do. And as many of you know, today, uh, Noelle and I are going to be talking about sexual communication. And essentially, like, how to open up this conversation around sex and pleasure and desire with your partner so that it's not... this big scary thing that I can't even begin to tap into, right? Um, We want this to be accessible for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, So full disclosure, me and Noelle got our lingerie on and we got a little (laughs) glass of wine and we are, this is why I love Noelle. I walk in the house and she's like, let's do this in lingerie. Let's really embody what we're talking about. And so I just... Yeah, it's gonna get a little silly, we have and on uh, yeah, we are and, uh, ready to go, fully
1: embodied in our sensual divinity. Here. Yes,
0: so I'm excited to uh, dive in here, and thank you all who submitted questions. Um, hopefully we address what you're curious about today. All right, let's start the conversation by having you tell me and our listeners what sexual communication means to you.
1: So like again it can be intimidating sex in general is intimidating why mm-hmm. is it intimi- intimidating for most is because although sex sells in our whole culture revolves around sexuality um there is no behind the closed doors is like as soon as you hit the doors stops we have no more depth Mm. into sexuality in that way so people have all these fears because they don't know what it means to really dive into in my opinion sensuality you know sexuality is like what um, you see out there in the world a lot
0: like sexualized images and stuff like that
1: and uh, I can't think of the word um like just exploited basically out there is what I'm trying to say and then once you actually get into the bedroom it's like well, what do I do now
0: Right. Would you how... almost say that part of it's like taboo? I exactly feel like... what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like taboo. nobody talks about That's that. That's the
1: perfect word. Um, because. Like, you're expected to know what to do. You're expected to be this sex kitten. You're expected right. to please your man. Right. And the, and on the man's side as well, they're expected to know what to do and to please their woman. Totally. Hopefully. To be able
0: to get an erection yeah. and, like, perform.
1: Exactly. Even on there. The snap of a finger. Women might feel intimidated of, they might hear, like, some women are over here having, like, ten orgasms. And, like, that scares them because mm-hmm. they've never even had one real orgasm. Yes. Or just like fear around maybe the way you grew up, um, childhood trauma, like maybe depending on what kind of childhood you had, like there could be shame around right. that as or well. or guilt. Guilt, exactly. Yeah. And so for, for me, sexual communication, like that, that is a broad topic because it could mean between you and your current partner, but it could also just mean you as an individual and the clarity that you have inside yourself yeah. of like, wait. What are my needs and what are my desires and fantasies and like what yes. what type of pleasure do i enjoy or or what, what do i got going on here am i able to do i have trauma around this like opening the discussion with yourself yes so that you can open the discussion with other people
0: right and invite and I, them i almost feel like it's almost and i i don't want to say always but it's almost necessary to open the conversation with yourself First, totally. to actually get in touch with your own desire and pleasure, because there's something else when someone else is in the room, and there's perhaps like, oh, I need to take care of them. Totally. How are they doing? That's I can speak for myself, and possibly like women, and we'll go into this whole subject with women more. But getting in, like, how do you even figure out what you want, especially yeah. in the context of when you're with another person yeah. and concerned about their pleasure?
1: Exactly. Yeah, that that's is a, a whole other challenge. Totally, that dynamic just makes you maybe shrink back a little bit. Yeah. And I feel like this conversation that we're about to have seeks to empower us to not feel that way and yes. to bring forward, if anything, what we're seeking essentially in
0: an open, communicative way. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Okay. So I kind of just want to, I've just to be dis, disclosed to the listener, I've got a list of all your questions and I'm going to kind of go with the flow, but I also want to make sure we answer your questions. So let's just go with that for now. Um, And I've gotten a lot of questions from women in particular, but I'm sure there's men out there as well that are like, okay, what are some practical ways I can actually get in touch with my pleasure and figure out what I like and what works for me? So do you have any advice on that?
1: So just like when you came today, like tapping in by like, I took a nice sensual shower right before you got here, Mm. you know, like getting those scents, like the lavender and the different smells and just feeling really clean and like putting on the essential oils that I wear, smelling myself, Mm -hmm. um, feeling beautiful, feeling sexy, and then putting on the lingerie and stuff and feeling the silks on my body, like a sensual, like as in the five senses experience. So sensual and sensual and putting that together and feeling like, ooh, I feel, I literally feel on my body, silk. I feel okay. the oils that I lathered on my body. I feel mm, juicy. I feel things like that. So first I can tap into my own what feels good to me literally. Okay. And feel that just like what like feels touch, good. Like touch, smell, exactly, sight. Exactly. Okay, taste. I put Like when you came in here, I put candles on. I put yep. an incense on. Mm-hmm. And just like heightening all of our literal five senses first. Okay. That's what helps me tap into my beingness, because it's our body, right, that's going to be pleased with sexuality. So tapping into my body and feeling how that just feels on my own before a partner even comes in, what feels good to me in this way. Okay. So that helps me. Um, that's something that I would suggest to people is when was the last time you, like, you know, the whole hashtag self-care that's going around right now. Yeah. When was the last time I had self-care, like, took myself out on a date, meaning to my bedroom, by <laughs> putting yeah. on a lighting a candle, and touching myself, maybe, um, and, and not even, like, necessarily masturbation, but just literally feeling yourself. Touching
0: your and hands. maybe laying
1: on your bed with a comfy, cozy blankie that just feels so soft, and you're just rolling around, and you just feel your body, is what I'm okay. saying. It's just, like, feeling your body, and then just, t- like, once you feel, like, sensation-wise, um, with your senses sexy sensual then you can start to feel like maybe it it opens up it, tr- it relaxes our body enough to be able to have a conversation with ourself of hmm, you know what i'm a little turned on and what does that feel like to me what does it look like to me what is okay. what does what if i could have sex right now or if i wanted to what what, what, is, what would it look like
0: what would be okay. my ideal little sexy experience um hold on let me stop you right there for the yeah. listener so i'm so it sounds like, okay, so if I've got a listener out there and they're like, I have no idea what I like. I want to get in touch with this. Yeah. So it sounds like first you're suggesting, like, get by yourself. Yeah, totally. Some, so go to your room, go to yeah. your special space, whatever yeah. that means. Then you identified, so for you, like lavender oils, a nice yeah. shower, um, mm-hmm. a silk robe, like yeah. that, makes feel, yeah. that makes you feel sexy. feminine or feminine just sexy? Feminine and okay. sexy,
1: yeah. Okay,
0: so for the listener, I'm almost hearing, like, First, so get, if, if you're that person out there that's like, I want to get in touch with myself. Yeah. First, find a time and space where you can be by yourself. Totally. Then do what gets you in touch with your own sense of, so if you're a male, would it be masculinity or if you're the male energy well, in the
1: relationship? That's why when you said femininity, I resonated with that. and I'm like, femininity, but then yes. at the same time, like you, I mean, it could just be sensuality because I know men who are totally about their baths right. and like, stuff like that. And maybe that's a more feminine, you know, thing to do, I guess, but it's, it's, is sensuality and sexuality feminine.
0: Okay. So it's really whatever makes you feel sensual. Yeah. Is that the idea? Yeah, like totally. Yeah. Okay.
1: Like, just like, basically if you were to go on a super sexy sensual date or set that up at your home for someone, but the someone is you, what would that look like?
0: Okay. Holding
1: space for yourself, basically honoring yourself as if you were on a date with yourself, basically.
0: It's almost like go on a date with yourself in your room or, like, set it up. So for you, it meant candles and incense, maybe low lighting. But for someone else, it might mean, ooh, like a juicy steak and, like, yeah. a, a beer in my room. Yeah. It could be,
1: right? Yeah, they could, like, if I'm, like, I'm over here, like, silks and candles, but to other people it could be, like, leather and boots on and I want to okay. fucking, like, get my hands dirty somehow or, like, something that makes them feel really raw and, like, in their element yeah. and just, like, mm, surrendered into, like, what makes me really feel my body and makes me feel, like, what right. turns me on is basically your question to yourself by playing with these different sensory, um, like,
0: activities. Okay. Of. Okay, So you can try different things. So mm-hmm. if you're out there and you're like, because I hear some of you out there like, okay, that's great for you, Noel. I don't even know what oils to use. or yeah. like, <laughs> I don't even know how to get in that state. Yeah. So I think what I hear Noel saying, correct me if I'm wrong, is like, you can try things and then notice what happens in your body and totally. your mind. Do you get excited? Do you enjoy mm. it? Do you relax? Yeah. Or do, do you do not? And then you can kind of play with that to, yeah. to start figuring exactly. out what makes you feel sensual.
1: Exactly. Just making it time. on. Exactly. What what can I do on my own time yep. to feel more sensual, mm-hmm. not necessarily masturbation, but that very well could lead into masturbation, right? You know? And that that's your that's its own thing altogether. But like not necessarily masturbation, but also that little date you make with yourself can turn into something like that as well. And yes, um, I just for example let me just insert right there. Like I have a friend who for some reason sought me out. <laughs> I guess the same reason you did, <laughs> and um, sat me down for dinner and was just like, so yeah, I. I I wanna tap into my sexuality and like this friend of mine, I didn't ever perceive in a sexual way, ironically. And I let him know I I just let him know that <laughs> I'm very blunt and I was just like, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you, I've never even felt a sexual vibe from you ever. Uh-huh. And um I was like, How much do you masturbate?
0: Okay. <laughs> but this is why I love Noelle, you guys. She is no bullshit. Get to the point.
1: And he was like, oh, what? You know, kind of a... <laughs> yeah. And basically, I was trying to let him know. I pretty much said, you should masturbate more. And he's like, what? Why? And I said, because the more you masturbate, the more sexy you feel. Like, the more sexual energy you're inviting into your Because so you're, day.
0: like, in touch with that part of yourself yeah. almost, you're right? You're just
1: bringing it up into your day-to-day reality. Maybe not every day, but whatever. Yes. And the more sexual energy you're bringing to yourself, now you're going to crave it more with with whomever else. So it's going to make you maybe um you know you might your your reality shifts into something more sensual and sexual. So like for example, I've actually been in relationships even where I would crave more sexual energy between me and the partner and I straight up told the per- partner of mine, "Hey, I invite you if you feel comfortable with it to masturbate more. I will have no that won't make me feel uncomfortable, but if that's something that you choose to do, I feel like it'll bring more sexual energy into your body. And guess oh. what? He the more he masturbated, the more he came home like, Hey baby, what's up? Okay. <laughs> and I, so and this I
0: was is like meow. Damn Okay. <laughs> so you felt a lack of like sexual energy from him. Yeah.
1: And just wanting him
0: to get in touch with that oh, inside see, himself. Even that, even that is so cool because quite frankly. There's a, thousands of couples that wouldn't even be open to that conversation right. that you just shared. Mm-hmm. So that's just so powerful in itself.
1: Right. And he was um, and is more like on the, on the um, sensitive, you know, not more soft spoken type of side. And I just felt like um, maybe he hasn't had a conversation like that. But I'm such an outspoken person that I'm like, hey masturbate baby I got you like
0: enjoy and like uh if you start by you holding the space so openly inviting because I know there's probably some people out there who actually feel shame around masturbating in their relationships because of the way their partners perceive it as like you're picking masturbation over me right right yeah I hear that kind of thing a lot why
1: like something like why would he masturbate when he has me um but for me it's like if there's sexual um disarray between the connection or the flow between you and your partner um, maybe they, in my opinion, they're not feeling themselves. If you're oh. in your sensual flow and you're, you're seeking sex and you feel good and you're flowing, um, but when you get together with your partner and there's some stagnancy or something just not flowing right between you two, to me, I have felt with my experiences that it's often the case that there's something shut down with my partner. Okay. And it could be deep. You know, it right. could be trauma, and it could be something we have to work through over time. Yes. but it could be something as simple as they just haven't had that much sex in previous relationships. Right, they just don't feel as comfortable. Like you said, maybe there's shame around things like masturbation and sexual exploration. Yeah, like, it's harder for them to have the conversation with me. Maybe mm-hmm. they, maybe they want X Y Z, but they don't feel safe enough to talk to me about it. And I'm over here going like, Why aren't we having more sex? That's fun and exciting. And they want to, but the the conversation like they're scared is just to share the desire yeah. with you. Perhaps they just have yet to develop like that.
0: That uh, internal strength. And the language almost the language too, I think, too. is a big one for people. Totally. Like yeah. what do I even say?
1: Yeah, like how can I
0: I actually I love where you just went. I I okay, so you were saying, um, okay, so let's go back to that because I think yeah. this will be really helpful for people. So you, let's say you have two partners, and or let's say you're a partner A and you have a partner B. And you notice this, you come in the bedroom, you're fired up, you're yeah. feeling sexy, you're ready, and you come together with your partner and they're willing to mm-hmm. But you don't feel that sexual energy, that excitement. And, I, and I've heard from a lot of um, my, people in my community, like, I get really excited. I come together with my partner and they just don't actually seem that excited. But th- they're doing it. And I almost, it almost feels to them like it's a, like, Joy. oh, I have to do this. Yeah. Like, okay, this is my duty. Mm. But so how can partner A, like, and let's get as literal as we can here with words. Yeah. How can they even begin to bridge that conversation of like, you know, maybe let's say they've been together five years and never bridged this. And now they're like, I wanna bring it up to my partner. Like, I feel that you're not really excited about our sex life yeah. and I want you to. How do we do that? How can we navigate that?
1: So, to be honest, I have been in a relationship over a long period where I, like, exactly what you just said. Okay. Over time, it was getting lost and I had yet to communicate it directly with them. Right. And it basically, what I took on was, okay. I didn't want to hurt their feelings yeah. because I could feel I I knew based off of my relationship with them and the things they shared that he had um insecurity around sex, mm. let's say. Mm-hmm. Just whatever. Which I think it a lot be. of people do. Totally. So that's very relatable. Whether it be his past experiences or physical like self-judgment, stuff like that. Just fear and stuff like that around it. And because of that, and I knew he was sensitive around it, I didn't want to to just be very direct. I wanted to make sure that I was um, okay. holding space for his sensitivity around it. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, "Hey, I would like to fuck more," you know,
0: right, like uh, super direct, yeah. which could
1: just throw Scaring him into a pile him. of shame. Yeah, and guilt he could or... turn into an island. yeah like you talked about in your um, recent live about attachment styles, um, but instead so I decided to look in this sexual book that I have um, this fun little book and it had exercises of like how to like just intrigue your partner with fun little exercises Mm. and it happened to be a sensory exercise so like blindfold your partner and use different scents and foods and things to just entice them and like Mm. become intimate in the bedroom and just like get get playful with like uh, different sensory things in a new way
0: and just like turn each other on so this is almost you trying trying to figure out the like we just, talked about before doing it with yourself yeah, now this is you exactly. doing it with your partner like, trying I'm to make him you feel and bring yeah, some different sense yeah. in the room and see what turns you on trying to
1: spark it in him without telling him like
0: I'm trying to spark I'm
1: trying <laughs> to do this you know and right. just hold space for him in that way but what I'm getting at is what I was trying to share is that was an experience where I like let it go on and then was trying to mend it by doing these exercises and yes. what I want to share is it didn't work <sighs> oh, no matter what okay. I wore like sexy lingerie no matter what I did no matter what was happening our like sexual connection was mere muted and I was not I love this person Mm. so much and I wanted to have a sexual spark with them so much it just wasn't organically there and so what I wanted to show that for is in new partnerships that I've experienced since then and I've had more study and development in relationship communication yep. is to basically share from the beginning my my who I am, where I'm at, what I seek, what I'm into mm-hmm. and just open it up from the beginning and that that might feel scary for a lot of the listeners and just people right. in general um, but the truth of the matter is whether it be about sex or any boundary you have in a relationship, talking about it from the beginning is where you're going to get the most success. In my opinion, Right. of course, it's okay to be in relationship. Maybe you're listening and you've been in a relationship. You're like, well, fuck, I'm screwed now. Totally. You know? I was just thinking of those people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: fuck,
1: you know, but no, like there's still the opportunity to basically open it up because remember I said I was almost trying to cater so much to his sensitivity around it that I was tiptoeing around through these exercises. Right,
0: rather than just being direct is what I'm hearing. Yeah,
1: and basically what I've learned is in the past before that partner, I was almost too direct.
0: Okay, so finding that balance almost. Right.
1: And then I was a little bit more indirect because I didn't want to hurt this partner's feelings. Yes. And now I realize since all that, the truth of it is to be somewhere in the middle where you're honoring yourself and you're speaking with language that supports both of you and basically coming from a space of this is my needs and my my fantasies maybe or just And like, even like
0: for us, like my needs, but also our need yeah. like because my needs sexually play into our needs as a couple yeah. in terms of connection and exactly. intimacy, right?
1: Exactly. And not even necessarily like, I need anal, <laughs> like that's yeah, how yeah, I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> it's more like I'm saying, I need, this is what I feel like, I, because this is what I've experienced recently with past partners of, I realized I need sexual... Mm, connection with my partner, to feel like we're we we're, like, we're on fire and yes. we are connected. I can resonate I, with that a exactly, lot because what I realized with the partner that I was so in love with but didn't have the, the sexual connection when we split, I realized that was a sign about where our relationship was going. If you can't have like a sensual Connection to me personally, that shows me that there's some missing link happening. Mm. It's either something within them that has nothing to do with you, something within you that has nothing to do with them, or, or something it within does the unit have something to do with the unit. Yeah, the couple itself. Exactly. Okay. And yep. Either one of those, e- either three of those, it needs to be examined totally. and not ignored. Yes. And the other person who's thinking about it can't just take it all on like I felt like I was doing because I got bitter. Right. I got. You started to resent him. Exactly, yes. and now I'm this. over here wanting to have sex, and when we do, and it's not great, I'm in my head the whole time, and I can't even like ha- enjoy it. And right, surrender, you're not in your body. Whole you're point not. Yes, of sex to me is, for me personally, mm-hmm. sex is. A surrender. Yes. I am such a, and we we're gonna talk about this, but I am in such a masculine energy. Yeah. Um, in my day to day reality, I'm just am very assertive. I'm very go go go. I'm yep. very like got my stuff together in a way that is like masculine um, mm-hmm. energy in the way. And I know a
0: lot of our ladies can relate. Right. Badass yep. women out there exactly. are doing their just, thing. Like, doing like, their thing, you know. Yep.
1: So when I get into the bedroom, <laughs> I tap into my femininity by completely surrendering control because in my day-to-day I am in such complete control Mm. that I am ready to be ravished I am ready to not tell you what to do to me I'm ready for you to just take total control Mm. and I'm so blissed out that my eyes are rolling in the back of my head and I don't even have to be present because you're just ravishing me Mm. you know and I don't have to think about xyz and my to-do list and everything because I'm in such a like euphoric fantasy yes. world I'm not even in the room anymore because you brought me there I don't have to think anymore you're bringing me into a part of the world that I don't get to tap into when I'm not in my you know when I'm in my dominance I don't get to just surrender I have to be in control
0: right sex so for me
1: is a surrender but when I'm with a partner where I'm not communicating this type of stuff and like meanwhile when we're having intercourse I'm thinking about how I need to tell him, ooh, I, I, I need to switch. It. He needs to just move a little bit over here. And if he could go a little bit more like that. Right. Like, Unfortunately, I can't just say it because I don't want to hurt his feelings. And it's hard for him to even have the sex. I don't want to fuck it up and like, ugh, just get on my whole, all so in my head that I'm not even
0: really, am I even having sex? Right. Am I even I having sex? I love that question. Is this really sex if I'm lying there and you're penetrating me, but really I'm thinking about the grocery list or what I'm I looking do at the TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's gonna happen next judge judy's on tv <laughs> <laughs> but we're having sex and like then i'm like oh my god
1: you're literally looking at the tv uh-huh or you're literally thinking about this right because you're, your needs are so unmet and the communication is so unavailable that you're just letting that happen yes and is this even like sex quote sex to you because sex to me is defined by surrender if i'm not even surrendered, yep. I'm not even having the sex and if i'm not getting my mm. my sexual needs met and it's such an important part of my connection in my in my relationship, yeah. I'm not giving myself what i know i want and need.
0: Right. And then that typically as i see it boils up into either resentment mm-hmm. or just like a deadness. Yeah. Like i see some people just almost numb out that part of the relationship. You know, i've I've, I've worked with clients who have been married 20 30 years and it's like there's just a numbness around their sex life with their partner because it's yeah. we haven't had sex in ten years. It's uncomfortable. We don't yeah. talk about it, and then not always, but oftentimes, those people will go outside the relationship to right. get this need fulfilled yep. because it's a human need. It's necessary, mm-hmm. and if you're not getting it in your relationship, how long can most of us, you know, deal with that?
1: Totally, and and it's no longer exciting, and you're just like seeking. It's like you said, it's a it's a biological reaction to yep. have like a hard on or to feel sensual and get wet or whatever. That's yep. literally a biological reaction. Mm-hmm. And if it's getting met by a stranger on the street or someone on, you know, on Instagram or whatever it is, yes. that little peak happens inside your body and you right. get craved. But then you think about your partner at home who doesn't know even know the step one or two on how to please you. Like they literally don't even know what makes you most pleased, you're not attracted to them anymore. You, right. If anything, you get opposite of attracted. You get kind of repelled. You're like, oh, I don't want to be with that person who yep. makes me feel the
0: opposite of pleased. I was going to say, and you just mentioned getting craved. Like, I feel like that's a big thing in a relationship Huge. too. Like, the feeling that your partner, oh, craves ooh, Can't you, wait like, to see you. Right. Needs to like, ooh, they see you and they're like, baby, mm, come here. And yeah. that sense of like, ooh, you want me. That For me personally, that's such a turn on. When right. Warren, my partner... You know, all of a sudden he comes to me and I'm like, Oh shit, you're ready. And he's yeah. like looking at me with those, it's like it reminds yes. me of like caveman eyes, like oh, totally. oh yeah, it's on like oh, fucking totally. ancestral shit. <laughs> 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 Ooh, that is like I'm Yum. getting what really yeah. talking about this exactly. right now. Exactly. <laughs> just like me too,
1: just feeling like there's I'm just seeing like eyes, like like you said, like or when when someone comes behind you or a partner comes behind you and like just grabs your ass and they just yes. like whisper in your ear or something and you're just like
0: Fucking, yeah, where's the nearest closet, bitch? Let's get yes. down. <laughs> okay, and this makes me think I've been rereading. I love Esther Proud. I, or No, we talked about this. You haven't read much of her stuff. Yeah. But um, she talks a lot about just the state of not only infidelity, but just sexual connection in long-term relationship. And she has a theory. I don't know if it's really a theory, but she talks about how women oftentimes or the the feminine energy in a relationship gets turned on by being the turn on. So literally you and me just now are lighting up saying, yeah, when <laughs> yeah. they slap your ass and yeah. they're like ready for you, yeah. I feel sexy. You're turned on by me. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm turned on. Whereas she says for the men or the male energy, often their turn on comes from the woman being turned on. Yeah. So I'm curious what you think about that. Just Oh, that's funny fun. because
1: I was just, um, hmm, I think I was listening to a podcast myself with aubrey marcus actually um it was called like wild love or something like that and he was just going in about um uh, just a quick quick thing they were talking about the same topic almost and just talking about how like when people talk about having a mirror on their ceilings and stuff Mm -hmm. um it's about like the male they asked they asked like a a group of people the males what are you looking at in the mirror? And the women, what are you looking at in the mirror? The males all said, my partner, duh, like my fine ass partner's body, fuck yeah. And all the women said, I'm looking at myself. Okay. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you yes. know, yes.
1: I am the craving. Yeah. I, I am the fucking queen of yes. this situation. Which brings me back
0: to our date for dancing even. Yeah, totally. We, I reached out to them all because as I mentioned, we're, we're good friends and Same thing. I needed to get back in touch with my sexiness because I, too, am a woman who operates in her male energy most of the time. And I hit her up and said, I want to go out and, like, be the the center of attention. I want to look sexy. I want people to look at me. I want to feel sexy. So, yeah, I'm I'm noticing all the correlations here. Yeah, Um, totally.
1: The feeling of being desired. Yes. Which is, let's go back to coupledom, but, like, when your partner is insecure, they don't feel desired.
0: Mm. Something inside of them,
1: whether it was you or t- past trauma in right. some way, whether it was a past relationship that they had, whatever right. it was. Or their they, own relationship
0: with themselves. Exactly.
1: Yeah. They don't feel desirable. Right. They don't feel desired. They don't feel worthy of being desired, things like that. Yeah. And um, usually the other the other <laughs> side of the spectrum is when you're in healthy sexuality, you, you know you're you know you're hot, you know you're Mm. yummy, Mm. you know you got something to offer, you know that you can, like, make a partner orgasm, and you want to see that O-face, and you can't wait to please them, and you're just like, mm, let me show you what I can do to you, you know? Ooh. Oh, yes, you know? And, like, basically, doesn't it come down to, like, pleasing someone is bringing, um, it's, it's like you're inviting someone else to join in on once once if you're someone who's in healthy sexuality that means that you feel you are deserving right like the opposite of what just said right you are deserving you are are desirable exactly and so when you're that person leading the way you're pretty much telling that person Join me in the desire. Join me, come with me, and feel how this feels because I'm desiring you, clearly. Mm -hmm. I'm inviting you into into this yummy situation. Like, Mm -hmm. even if you're with a partner who, like, say it's the first couple times and you don't even really know their history, you're just attracted to whatever it is about them that you love, you know, and you're just like, yum, I can't wait to to make out with them or or pounce on them for the first Mm -hmm. time and stuff. Regardless of knowing whether or not they have trauma around it, your desire... Of them, yes, it's gonna basically start to dim whatever trauma they have because just thinking that. you're bringing to them something that they haven't felt, and they're like, "Wait, I'm desirable,
0: right?" And
1: you, you pleasing them, they're like, "I'm deserving of pleasure."
0: Mm, so you're you're already beginning to heal those exactly traumatic wounds with without even breaching a conversation exactly. about it. Exactly.
1: Yes. So, and just to go with wow, that, that's powerful. It's so powerful yeah. because just to go with that, you're then making them feel honored and safe enough. To share with you the drama.
0: Yeah. Which is
1: something that I've experienced lately. Is getting so close, getting so intimate, making them feel, you know, like a king or whatever Mm -hmm. that they feel like. And then they're like, you know, by the way, like, I've never been treated this way. Or I've, you know, I actually have some I've I have some insecurities around this issue. But when I'm with you, like I don't even think twice. And I feel empowered and like, you know, I've never felt comfortable taking, like, uh, you know, sexy pictures, you know, like sexting or whatever. Yeah. But with you, I want to,
0: and mm. I want to
1: show you that, and, like, them sharing that side like of that's,
0: like, just, them. like, a fire in the relationship, because I'm, like, the person who's helping the person heal. That must feel so good, like, you know, I have this trauma, but with you, I feel safe. Like, you saying that, <laughs> talking to me right now made me go, oh, like, <laughs> I almost turned on that yeah. being with me makes you feel safe, safe.
1: to explore. Right, like, and that, there, you hit it, safe to explore because, so say like, and this is what we can just go on from the beginning of the conversation, what you asked, so when a partner feels safe, um, okay, so someone might have, they might have these fears and these judgments and these insecurities around them, a lot of people do, but when they feel safe with a partner, like seriously witnessed, held, deserving, and safe, then things that they may have told themselves that they're not interested in. Like, they are not trying to do butt stuff or something like that. Right. Or they're not trying to do fucking, you know, I don't know, BDSM or whatever the person's... Yeah. They, they they have a thought, that's not for me. I'm not they into it. Story. They have a story. I have a do that. That's not yep. my cup of tea. They might even have never tried it before.
0: Totally. They
1: may have just a story around it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you make them feel so comfortable that...
0: They become willing to
1: rewrite they the story, maybe to rewrite the story. And so, one of our questions was, how do you, how do you breach that? How do you take that combo, right? Right. And here, I just want to share this little snippet of, so, I have had a partner who was doing what we said, which right now, which is, I'm not into this. Okay. okay? Yep. And for me, <laughs> I'm super into that. And I remember almost when they said that in a casual way, like whatever we were talking about wasn't a sexual conversation. It was just a casual comment. And I remember in my head going, almost a red flag. (laughs) Right, like when you got this relationship, like, (laughs) oh goodness, like, damn, you're close-minded. Is basically what my mind went to of just like, oh, I haven't been with someone who's that. Right, and you're you're
0: just for the listenership out here. You're very open-minded, so your (laughs) your perception of this person was like, oh, you're close-minded because I know you and you are very open-minded, especially in this area. Yeah, so it is
1: harder for me because maybe some other people wouldn't think that they were too close-minded, but for me, it's like, oh, well, you just shut that door on pleasure right. for
0: me. You shut it. Right. And down. for you, that was a bit like yeah I wanna emphasize this for the listener because if 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 you've been in this experience where you've had your fantasies or ideas shut down By or you've shut down your partners you have to realize the effect that has because mm-hmm. like Noelle's Sharing for her, this was an access to her pleasure, for right. her for her She's sexuality, her. Yeah. for her surrender, for her experience, and then her partner to shut it down right away has her thinking, oh, do I, like, that could even trigger the mindset of like, Wait, do I even have a right to have this desire? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. is it even okay to have this? Is this right. is this too dirty? Is this uh-huh. too wrong? Like, I'm is being judged. Just, yes.
1: Which I haven't felt sexually in a long time, yes. too. So, so there was judged. that, and I was just like what I did to spin it around um also I'm a very like silly I'm also like I make comments and jokes that might challenge people even Mm -hmm. I guess I would say I am someone who may be a little blunt and like some things that I say might even feel challenging because I feel people should kind of have their edges rubbed on Um, I'm just someone who kind of finds excitement in uh, the challenges in
0: life whether or not people are ready for it one of my greatest teachers in in challenges (laughs) this woman you guys
1: (laughs) so what I said I was being playful but I was like um, the person said you know you know that's just something that I'm not interested in and I'm like well you know, I might not be that interested in this relationship. But,
0: Is that you what know? you said to them? Or in yeah, not okay, to okay, them okay. in a
1: playful way. I don't know if those were the words exactly, but just kind of making them know in a subtle way that I, I am interested in that. Right. And I am open to that. Right. And I also said I followed it. Uh, they were just like saying something like, um, I just never really been into that. And I'm like, for now. <laughs> <laughs> A little, in a playful just that way, look you know. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Give him a totally. sexy look and be like, that's what you think.
0: That's yeah. literally what I said. Mm-hmm. Was like so a, adding a little play playfulness. To it. Yeah. and Just being like,
1: yeah, that's what you think. We'll see how
0: long that lasts. Uh huh. Now, uh-huh. this is what that does. See, and the way you said that was so confident, too. Right. So like, I felt a little turned on yeah. just the way you said that so confident. Like, <laughs> that's what you think, honey. <laughs> exactly. And just
1: instead of being like, Closed off immediately and be like, well, honestly, like, you're being judgmental and fuck you. Like, right. honestly, you just shut down the door for me and, like, sucks for you because blah, 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 blah. So I'm kind of, like, you know, Go on a retaliation and get, yep, and get hurt sad. about it, take it personally. Instead, I'm going to think, wow, this person clearly hasn't done that with me because if they had, they'd be, they'd be
0: singing a different tune. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so just by me saying it that way, I literally felt his dick hardened. <laughs> <laughs>
0: in the room you could feel like his pants had a bulge yes no is that a gun sir are you happy to see me? <laughs> right you're packing
1: no so I felt him get curious oh this word this is what I'm talking about curious immediately I could sense in him without even saying anything I because yes. he kind of felt like a little challenge like I said and kind of batted his eyes and a little he's more soft spoken than me so just kind of like maybe oh yeah you know Whoa, she just threw that at me, you know? But I also felt a literal vibration oh. of curiosity of like, well, what is going on with that? Hmm.
0: Wow.
1: Interesting. Wow. Literally within a week. Mm.
0: <laughs> within a week. Within
1: a week. Yes. <laughs> I... had him seeking small little um, avenues to express that he was open to exploring that. Okay, that
0: thing you had talked about a week ago
1: that he was like, I don't do that.
0: Yeah, exactly. A week prior,
1: he's like, that's not for me. I'm not interested. Yep. And then I throw like a little playful. Little well, playful. What you think. And you know? still a little curiosity. Yeah. Yep. And um, <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts or whatever. Yeah. And within a week, I have him saying, well, you know what? I was thinking about what you said. Yes. <laughs> and basically what his underlying method or his underlying um, motive was, what he shared, which I thought was really beautiful, was I realized if something brings you pleasure, why wouldn't I want to give it to you? Oh. <sighs> And it's like, well wow. true, like exactly. Wow. And how can I say I don't like something if I haven't even explored it? Why am I in this like box of mm. what I'm telling myself it I'm right. You know, I'm in. I only get pleasure
0: from X, Y, and yeah. Z and, and I'm only willing it, and... to give pleasure by yes. XYZ. Yes. Um
1: and it makes, you know, it, it shuts people down and it creates
0: that lack of safety that we were talking about. I know? love what you just said. If this is going to give you pleasure, why wouldn't I want to give that to you? And I just think for everyone listening, like, what a great mantra to adopt. And, you know, of course, the layers of sexual communication exploration go a lot deeper. But just as a general sort of thing to keep in your back pocket, it's like, why not try and stay open? Because you could be giving the person you love and care for so much pleasure that could open whole new avenues for them. I mean, I've had... Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Like open the door. That's how I feel open the from door from
1: certain sexual and,
0: experiences and, I've had. And
1: and, and and now like, you know, that same partner is just so more open to all sorts of sensual realities yes. and just like so curious, like I said, mm. about all of it and just very like, oh whoa, what's that? Ooh, cool. Yay. Yes. Yeah. And confident mm. because here's the key. So Now this is what what we can take from the whole. If it brings you pleasure, why wouldn't I want to? Because here, now you're now now if you're if you're giving the partner what they were seeking, even though you were maybe like a little shy about it at first. Now you get to witness the pleasure in them. You're literally Mm -hmm. watching them surrender. You're watching their eyes roll back. You're watching splish splash, fucking bubble bath of like (laughs) a bodily like fluids all over the place, and they can't help but now like have this positive association with right. this thing that they once blocked out whoa right. I'm just
0: connected to like Pavlov and the, exactly. the drooling dog exactly. experiment you're literally helping them rewrite their, reprogram their nervous system like body beliefs of exactly. this is bad this is good this is traumatic exactly if, if you guys aren't familiar with Pavlov and the drooling dogs it's basically a scientist who showed that we can classically condition people that's a term he uses or do- he did the experiment on dogs where basically every time they got fed he would ring a bell and the dogs would sell because they knew they were about to get fed and then eventually he t- eliminated the food completely and would just ring the bell and the dogs would salivate just from hearing the bell because they've learned to now associate the bell with pleasure aka this food. Mm-hmm. So what is talking about is, look, maybe they have a trauma on this experience in the past but if you're gentle, you use the right communication, you approach it in the right way with skills, you can actually help them re-associate that experience instead of with trauma and pain with pleasure and love oh, and connection. Yeah. Wow. It's huge because That's I'll have, so powerful. like, let's
1: just use a little cute example. Um, I love nipples. Yes. <laughs> of all kinds Same. on all bodies, you know. And so men, women, whatever. And I've been with guys. I'll play with their nipples, whatever. And they'll, they'll almost look at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm a guy. And my nipples aren't, like, for pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> like, pretty much. Like, they just look at you and giggle. And they're just kind of like... Okay, girl. Because they feel a little maybe insecure they, in that they moment just about haven't like going like, there. No one's really touched their nipples. Nipple, nipple right. place for women is what they think. Totally. And for me, again, kind of like that playful like that's what you think. Yeah. And literally the same with the Pavlov is, so that's what you think. Go ahead and keep thinking that. But how about the fact that every time that you have sex with me and I play with your nipples and you come really hard, now every time another person comes by and grazes your nipple. You nearly get hard because you think of your associations of your great sex experience, maybe with me. Yes, and now slowly but surely, every time someone or even your suspender—I have a friend who wears suspenders—and this is someone that I'm thinking of—he's like, no, "Well, now every time a suspender hits my nipple, I literally, <laughs> I literally get fucking turned on because, like, meow, like, yes, raw And this same person was like totally giggling at me before about nipple oh, play you know love that. and yes. I like to reprogram that with men a lot because it's an, er- an, erogenous, an erogenous zone that they simply don't allow themselves to have because of some weird like feminine like rejection ab- around nipples when really you guys still have sensitivity there you yep. just have to remove the mental limitation and then you'll unlock the sensitivity right. of right if nipples. you have that
0: story that like yeah nipple play is for women yeah. don't touch my nipples it's weird it's, it's weird. gonna be hard for you to enjoy yeah. nipple play exactly with that story blocks. Live, it's a block, exactly, mm-hmm. and all of my growth and development, ladies and men out there, you guys know all about blocks and how they can play into our reality, and yeah. so that is really interesting to think about, right. if there's something that really just like maybe your partner, like let's use a nipple play example or something else that your partner tries to do and you're just, mm, you you know, it doesn't hurt physically, but you just, you have a block to it, this yeah. could be an avenue for you to explore, what yeah. what's associated with that, mm-hmm. how could you rewrite that story, yeah. Um, Oh wow, that's just this is so good. Yeah, and that's
1: similar to the Pavlov example too, because it's like nipple stimulation. I get to ejaculate, <laughs> right? <laughs> Eventually, right. You know, not right salivating. Away. I get to eat, or the right. bell rings. I get to eat. Exactly. Yep.
0: Same idea. And so uh-huh.
1: your nipples are getting hard, even, and like you're you're starting to have this experience. Yes. So like you can use that with anything, whatever you guys are into. You know, like I maybe the person's like I wasn't into like. Any butt stuff, I'll just use that. Now when I see girls walking with that fat ass, I'm like, whoa! I was, whoa! Like yes. I am intrigued. When before I totally rejected that because right. before I had maybe insecurities, judgments, whatever around yes, anal or whatever. And now since I had this healing, basically sexual surrendering, safe experience with yep. one person who yep. allowed me to explore because I was curious. Mm. Now I feel safe enough to be turned on. Yes, by X Y Z, whatever your yes. little pleasure is that this you is want rejected. So,
0: so true. I'm actually going to share a little example from my own life because it's so relevant and it, it's actually around butt sex. But mm-hmm. essentially, for me, I had a. It wasn't a massive trauma, but it was a it was a small enough one that I basically put anal anything anal in the category of I don't do that, I don't go there. Mm-hmm. And when I was in college, I had a boyfriend who, when we were drunk, basically tried to like yeah. initiate anal, but I wasn't ready, I yeah. wasn't wet, I wasn't open, yeah. and it hurt, and yeah. I was like, get out, and that never was, again, never again, Fuck exactly. This. So I had one of those experiences. Can't believe this people do this, sucks. yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> never again. So now, fast forward, that was maybe five six years ago to my current partnership and. You know, with Warren, he, I love you, Warren. I, I know. <laughs> Just a side note, Warren's like, I'm going to be famous because all you do is talk about our relationship all over your podcast and your Instagram. <laughs> it's so true. So Warren, super lots of love to you, baby. Um, but when we got together, he inquired. He said, you know, would, basically like, would you be into anal? And I instantly shut it down. I almost shamed him for it. Mm. Oh, I don't do that, da, 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 because of my experience. Right. And so, but I could tell it was important to him. So right. I wanted to be open. And so basically, I had an experience one day where we were so sexually connected and like, ladies, if you've never had if you've never experienced anal, I will say, like, you need to be open. You need to be open. Because if you're clothes, it's tight, it's dry, it's, like, it's literally yeah. going to hurt. I mean, think about your butthole and how big it is and how big a penis is. Like, right. it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. However, we were already so sexually connected. I'm talking, like, the, the bed is, like, a lake. Uh, it's wet. <laughs> it's safe because I'm with my partner who yeah. I love and trust. So I don't right. feel like I'm being taken advantage of. Yeah. And we did anal for our first time, like, anal play. And it just happened so naturally. I actually... We got close and he started to back away and I said, no, I want it. And yeah. in this moment, I true I was like, no, I want it, I yeah. want it. And he's like, really? And I said, yes. And so now my association with anal play has totally changed. Yeah. Um, but it took that safety and yeah. then his willingness to like communicate and then my willingness to basically rewrite my story and say, mm-hmm. okay, don't have to associate this with like bad, wrong, douchebag,
1: yeah. you know. And something um, else that just came out for me what you shared is his willingness to not necessarily need it. He said, "Are you sure?" Yes. He, he came with you. To Wasn't you, desperate yeah. and pushy. Like, he, come on, come which on. Could make exactly. Even yes, if he was still super huge. connected and having this beautiful sex, if he was pushier, it would still feel unsafe. Yes. Demanding.
0: Pushy and it, feels feel unsafe for me. One
1: sided. Yep. Even like, mm. oh, you just want this for your pleasure. What about me? Exactly. Like, you don't give a fuck about. And the I think that's that a big thing with pain. anal with yeah. women
0: a lot is like, this cool. Is sounds great for you, you yeah. and it sounds crappy for me. Right. Which I get. Crappy. Sorry, you had to. Poop emoji. (laughs) No, straight up, though, in that. And I feel you, ladies, because that's the story I carried around for years. And I will say it can be very pleasurable for the women as well. Yeah.
1: You have to be just totally vulnerable. And Mm. and how do you become vulnerable? You have to feel safe. Yes. Okay, right? So you have to feel safe. You have to feel vulnerable. You have to feel open like you were sharing. And I'm just going to throw out there, ladies um, and gentlemen, you have to... Be prepared by taking it slow when it comes to things like anal. Um, like Nikki said, like it's just facts that it's going to be different than vaginal intercourse. And you can't just rush into things like that. It's important to um, be totally communicative the whole time. Like, does this feel good? Do you, yeah. Do we need more lube? Uh, yes. Should Do you want to, like, sit back on it? Or yep. should I come forward to you? Mm. Um, like, uh, do you want it... With just my finger first, or just things like that. Like yes. you have to
0: communicate. Wow! What a jam packed episode. Just re listening to that, I got goosebumps. There is so much goodness in there. I hope y'all love that as much as I did. Now, this is going to be part one of my interview with Noelle us ladies could just talk all day, me and her, so the interview went a little bit longer than expected. So I'm going to split this up into two separate episodes so that's a little bit more digestible. And this week, your call to action is to play with and figure out what that ritual or experience is that helps you get in touch with yourself. So at the beginning of this episode, Noelle described for her, it's taking a shower and rubbing those lavender oils on and putting on her silk robe. Um, This is all in service of getting in touch with your desire and your pleasure, because in order to do that, you need to be in touch with yourself. So start playing around with this, trying out things and see what makes you feel amazing and in touch with you. So as always, let me know what you think of this episode and Noelle and this topic. You can hit me up on Insta, at Relationship Badass. You can find me on my website, all sorts of places. Um, leave those reviews and ratings for me, please. And as always, I love and appreciate you so much. Thank you for being here. And I'm excited to bring you part two next week. So I'll see you then. Until then.